0: Welcome to another episode of them Asperger's. <laughs> what? Oh, nothing, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, it's a new episode again. Time? Time for new episode, yes.
1: New episode time, yes.
0: Yeah, uh... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it's been two weeks since our last episode. Uh, it's still good, though, that people are, you know, listening to us. We've still got good listeners. We've still got loads of, like, people joining our Facebook group. Thank messages. You. Uh, Thank you. Our Instagram and Twitter uh, always gets new followers all the time, uh, even though I think the Twitter, I don't really use Twitter in the way that I should use Twitter. I just repost when we post an episode. But our Instagram, you know, we put pictures up there. Content that's not related to the episodes, just random stuff of mm. me and you.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yours. Um. Yes. Did you have anything you wanted to talk about? Oh,
0: well, that's it. Is it over to me?
1: No, no. It's <laughs> I actually had something I was going to talk about, but
0: have you? Yeah. But that's related to the topic we're doing, or no? Just well, go on then. Oh, all right. Spill it.
1: So, hello everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Just because you were talking about um twitter and instagram and whatnot and we both recently changed like the settings on our phones mm-hmm. and i just thought it was really cool and people probably already know that you can do this but i didn't so i feel like this is the best thing i've ever learned yeah so you can change the settings on your phone i guess most phones what's it under like digital uh, well-being or something
0: yeah just, well on my phone it's some digital well-being um i don't know what it's called on your phone i think
1: mine it was like screen management or something yeah and um, and it, basically the settings on your phone, you can make it so you can only use your phone for like a certain amount of screen time a day. So I've changed mine to um, like in the week you can set it for different things as well. So like Monday to Friday, I've only got like a certain amount of screen time hours. But I think I've done like five hours because I work from home. So I like I'm on my phone a lot for work at the moment but then at the weekend I've changed it to an hour of screen time at the weekend. So I can only look at my phone for an hour. Um, and also you can change it for like individual apps as well. So for things like Instagram, um, Twitter, I mean, more for you than me really like with the other ones, cause I don't, I don't really look at anything but Instagram. Um, but you can set it so you're only allowed a certain amount of time on them a day. and um, which we've set to like 15 minutes a day. Cause that seems like quite a lot of time. It's like, a quarter of an hour it's quite a long time to be staring at like one particular app but I just thought it was really good that you can do it I think for a lot of it it's like parents can do it for their children's phones but I think it's good like to set it on your own phone as well especially for someone like you who you tend to sometimes like procrastinate with things or like with your ADHD I think sometimes you go on your phone and then you maybe forget how long like you're on there for yes yeah um like sometimes you can sit there scrolling for a long time so it's quite cool if you just want to um because i know a lot of people on the spectrum will have so, like similar things to you with getting procrastinated is that the, that's not the right word with procrastinating yeah, yeah. and getting distracted um by things like that so it's quite cool to have something that like it will literally lock you out like once you've been on it for 15 minutes i know for some people that sounds horrible and you might not want it but if if you know that you're guilty of getting lost by like scrolling on your phone I just think it's quite a good thing to do especially because you know sometimes it's it's good to look at things that you can see online but sometimes it can be quite like a a negative place as well and I don't always think it's good to like be constantly filling up your thoughts or your your time with stuff like that so I just I just just thought I'd mention it because I think it's really cool I think it's a fun thing you can do even if you just did it to sort of see for yourself how long you spend because I mean, I haven't got to the 15 minute timeout yet. yet. Um, like, oh, I've only had it a couple of days, but it's never it's not locked me out yet because I don't think I spend that long generally on things like that. But I imagine it would be quite a wake up call for me if I did. If it did say you've been on this for 15 minutes, I feel like I'd be like, wow, I didn't even realize that I'd spent 15 minutes of my day. Just on like scrolling through Instagram, I think that would be. A bit of a wake up call.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm on like day three of day three, day four, I think, of doing this. Yeah. So, I mean, I did it because I spent a lot of I spent a lot of time lately on Twitter. Yeah. Um, you know, with like everything that's going on and stuff uh, with like the protests and also with the COVID-19 stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's obviously if because my I've mentioned before, my Twitter is just politicians and people who I don't follow anybody else. Unless you're political yeah. uh, and I follow everyone from like the middle to like middle, left, middle, right to far left, far right. Um, I Anybody that's political or political on Twitter, I'll follow them no matter what yeah. their views are. Just because I find it interesting to see when a certain event happens, like how it's interpreted by each side and then obviously most people in the UK now are really tribal with their politics like you know yeah. they all went one way or the other and now everybody you know in, interprets like just factual stuff that's happening as like well yeah that's this because this is how I believe this to be and this is how I and it's it's, it's kind of really polarised and mental but then everything that's happening now is it was like I was putting a lot of time into looking at Twitter. Yeah. Um, I noticed that I was like, I don't normally charge my phone. I charge my phone like every other day. Um, and I thought like I'm charging my phone every day at the moment. And it's just because I'm constantly scrolling through Twitter. And obviously like I'm not at work at the moment. So I like need to fill my day with stuff. Uh, and sometimes I just get too distracted by it. Yeah. So I've done like 15 minutes per app. So like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I mean, I'm allowed I do like fifty. So they all turn off after 15 minutes. Uh, and I would say that I have definitely um, used my time up every day since then. So okay. my apps right now, if you look at my phone, they're all blocked out, and I can't get into them, which is a good thing because uh, I've seen some people on like Facebook saying that they're going to have to take a take a break from Facebook because yeah. they can't deal with all the you know, especially if you're worried about like the pandemic or you know if you're arguing with people about racism and that kind of thing. Social media is just, it's just full of people fighting at the moment like yeah. about their opinions. Some people believe, like, you know, the pandemic's not that bad. Some people think it's really bad. And, you know, same with the the racism process. There's people on either side that are just yeah. pointing out, well, this is this and this is that. So I've seen a lot of people fighting and stuff. And me personally, I don't get involved in any of it. I just read people's opinions on stuff and then, yeah. you know, follow it there. But there's some people that I've seen that are just backing out of social media because they're just like, I can't deal with this because everybody's like, proper hating on each other. Um so I yeah, I've done the 15 minute time limit because I think like, I mean that's I've used 45 minutes a day, every day since I put this limit on. Like I've not had a yeah. point where the thing has run out, but I just kind of think uh that yeah, it's probably a good thing to stay away from it. Especially if you're a burger um when it's stuff like this, because I know there's a lot of burgers out there that are worried about this kind of stuff. You know, this kind of stuff worried them before this stuff yeah. was happening. You know, like if you're on the spectrum, you worry about this kind of thing coming before it happens. And then when it actually happens, you know, it can send you a bit into like anxiety overdrive. So definitely, social media is definitely full of, you get a lot of people that are just, especially the way things work now, there's a lot of people that believe their opinion is fact. And so they're going around spreading their opinion like they're telling you the truth. And obviously, you know, as, as a as a group people that are autistic like you know we you know we do fact check but when someone says something and they're so like they've got real conviction in it yeah it can have an effect i'm definitely one of those people that when somebody says something even if it's not true if they say it to me a way that sounds like it is true it takes me a while to think wait you know Mm. like with all the different anxieties i've had like health anxieties and that kind of thing uh, when somebody says something, I start thinking like, oh, really? Uh, and it takes me a while to realise that, wait, no, that's just their opinion. and It's not actually true. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good to stay away from it. And I've been trying to fill my time with other stuff that's not... Um, yeah. Social media. Not social media. Yeah. Uh, I've been using my days now. I'm trying to learn another language is what I'm doing at the moment. You,
1: you've been so good at that. Yeah. Really
0: yeah. good. Uh, I did. I was doing... I did because you speak French so I was going to do French so I me and you could speak French but then I found French hard to follow and then I did Spanish for a bit but then I also found Spanish hard to follow so you recommended uh, German which is what I'm doing yeah. now because German's language structure is similar to the English language yeah, structure. and, and a, with, lot of like, the,
1: a lot of words are so yeah,
0: similar. Yeah so I've been doing that and that seems to take and the thing is with me and I think it is definitely to do with my burgers is I always want to learn like a new skill I'm always going on about learning a new skill but then like if I don't pick it up immediately mm. or suddenly like get good at it, not like the best at it or master it like immediately. But if I can't notice actual progress with what I'm doing, then I kind of am a bit like, oh, actually, I uh, yeah, uh, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Yeah, you uh, so with German, because it's very similar to like English, uh, I found it easier to follow. Whereas, like I say, when I was doing French and Spanish, I, uh, I could follow it, but... They're like, their sentence structures are slightly different for me. So then I, I kind of could get it. But then after I'd finished doing the lessons, I couldn't remember anything I'd just learned. Yeah. Um, like if you asked me to put a sentence together, I couldn't, even though like I just spent half an hour putting yeah. sentences together. I uh, was not having that problem with German. So that's good. I'm filling my time with that uh, yeah. and not just watching people fight on the internet. Yeah,
1: that's what I mean. I think like even uh, like aside from politics, just in, in general it's not always I think social media can be used for great things um but I do think there can be a lot of negativity as well even just when it comes to silly stuff of you know a celebrity put something up and then whatever they've put up makes people feel I don't know maybe envious or, or jealous um and then there's a lot of hate on of comments on that picture and then people are getting into arguments over whether a celebrity looks good or looks bad and you like just don't think that's the sort of things that you necessarily want to be filling like your your brain with. I don't know. Like not, not always. I'm not saying that it's always a bad thing. I just, you know, if you get too bogged down in it, it can, it can put you in quite a negative place with whatever you're, you're looking at sometimes. Mm,
0: mm. Even
1: when I look at positive things, sometimes, you know, I think, Oh, look how lovely that looks. But here I am, you know, (laughs) not, not in that lovely mountain cottage and then I think oh, that's a shame so even like the positive stuff sometimes can make you you know not feel great so I do think it's it's good to not yeah I don't know I thought it was really cool I think if if there's anyone out there that does feel especially with the way you are sometimes of like oh I need to I need to get something done but then you look at your phone and you end up spending more time than you wanted to on your phone it might might help with that
0: yeah i mean i'm because you know what, i'm like especially like with uh i think
1: it's your adhd yeah yeah
0: you know i've mentioned it before like when we did the episode on executive functioning disorder yeah i keep meaning to do something but then i get too distracted with my phone uh and then before you know it, i've lost like an hour because i've just been like randomly scrolling through just junk yeah. Uh and especially with I mean the, the sheer level of people that I follow on uh Twitter, like the my news feed is always constantly refreshing. So like I'm just like, Oh, new stories and then I'm like going through them and then like once I'm through them, I'm like, Oh, new stories and then I'll just keep doing that.
1: I do think as well, just on the um on the more well, on anything on social media, I think it is important to remember that Uh, A lot of the time, if you're having a debate with someone on social media, you're not willing to change your mind and they're not willing to change theirs because you're both behind a computer screen. You don't really have any like real conversation going on. Whereas I'm quite outspoken with the way I believe things, but not ever online. I am quite outspoken in person, but equally I'm very open-minded. So I do like to listen to other people's opinions and then Try and see things from their point of view and sometimes I, I am will change my mind quite like abruptly if i agree with what they're saying i'm not stuck in in my ways but i think that only really happens when you're talking to someone because then you have to listen whereas i feel like on social media that doesn't happen as much and i think it sometimes affects the way that we then converse with people in real life i don't know i have a lot of, like I'm, I'm not a huge i'm not a big fan <laughs>
0: Yeah, you don't like so. You don't like having a phone. I don't. No, you I... keep saying you're not gonna have one, uh, and you'll get rid of one.
1: Yeah, I literally just have my phone for music, and that's the only thing that I keep my phone for. Really, is just music. But I'm not really a social media person. And
0: no, I'm kind of, I'm kind of moving away from it. Like if we didn't, I think if we didn't run, um, obviously, like if we didn't, have, for me, if we didn't have them Aspergers, like on mm. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and if I didn't use them for those reasons. I don't know if I'd have... I don't know if I'd just delete all my accounts mm. uh, and just not have social media altogether at the moment. Because I never post anything. So like, I don't post stuff myself. Like, if you ever find any of my, like, personal... Yeah. Uh, like, I barely use them. Like, I use them to look at other people's stuff. But I'm I just... I'm more of a watcher. I don't ever, like... Yeah. I don't ever contribute myself. I don't post my own stuff. I don't do... Because I, I just... I don't know. I just... I find the whole thing, like, a bit weird anyway. But uh, I like to read what other people are doing. And I think that's like part of my masking and part of my like, um, like, you know, the way I portray myself, I think I like to look at what other people are saying and doing and thinking um, because it then helps me like blend in better. If I can see people's like the way they operate. The only problem is with, like you said, like with social media, because it's people behind a computer. Uh, it's not really what they're really like. Yeah, you know what I mean, like it's they there's a lot of people that like, will give it like the big because they're on Twitter. Mm. But then, you know, in real life, they'd never say any half of the stuff they're writing to other people. It's it's one of those things like I have to keep trying to remember, especially with like the Twitter sphere or whatever it's called, um, that that is not a representation of how the world actually is or how those people are outside of it. That's just them like, oh, I'm going to use a, you know, like a carrot as my picture and give myself a really weird name. So I've got anonymity and then I'm just going to go around like shouting abuse at people. But they'd never do it if people could see them and knew who they were. Yeah. Uh, And I have to kind of pretend that's like not how it is because sometimes I get the bad impression that like everybody's just really angry and horrible all the time. Uh, And it's not. It's just for some reason that's how they are on the Internet. Yeah. But they're not like that in real life. And I think some people just use it to vent, especially with like everybody being in lockdown and stuff. I think there's just a lot of people that are just angry, that are looking for a reason to just have a go at people. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, uh, there's nothing else going on. Oh, no, I'm back at work on Friday. Yes. So Friday coming, which will be the 12th, I'm going back to work. I've got to go back to work and learn. the. So uh, the place where I work is not open on the 12th. They don't open until the 15th. But I've got to go in for a day as a kind of like return to work meeting so they can see everybody's been since they've been off because obviously I've been off for like three months now. Yeah. And then we got to do like, I guess, whatever new safety, whatever we've got yeah. to do. I don't know what I've got to do um my only concern i think with going back to work is if we when it comes to like ppe and personal protective equipment uh if i've got to wear a face mask i think i will have a problem with that so we'll see how that goes because uh i don't know if i've ever mentioned it but i have like a weird sensory thing about my face so i don't like my face being touched um i don't grow facial hair uh out i mean you've seen pictures of me at best it'll get to like stubble uh, you can
1: grow stubble
0: i can grow stubble to a point but then once it gets to a certain length i can always i can constantly feel facial yeah, hair get quite
1: agitated. on my
0: face all the time i can always feel it so when my facial hair gets to any sort of length i can feel it constantly on my face uh so i shave quite regularly because i don't like things touching my face all the time like i used to have um i've had like various like bandanas and stuff to wear So, like, the winters here uh, can get quite cold. And, like, they get, like, below freezing. I mean, obviously, if you listen to in a place that's actually cold, then that's fine. But obviously, there's some people listening to this that are places that are warm.
1: (laughs) It realise you're in a place that's actually cold, yeah.
0: Do you know what I mean? Well, you know, it's just that. It's because, obviously... um, i I know some people that like you live in a country where your winter is like
1: i know like we saw there's there's someone that um, lives in australia that was saying oh it's freezing here at the moment it's like 14 degrees and we were thinking 14 that's like when it's hot right yeah
0: that's that's not bad i could <laughs> I'd, I'd go out with no coat on in that weather. <laughs> yeah. and they were talking like "Oh, they need gloves and a coat and like that kind of thing so it's, it's, all,
1: it's all i guess um subjected to but then, you but then from, if you're listening yeah. to
0: this in Canada, you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, when it gets like below freezing, yeah. you know, and I'm like, oh, it's like two below freezing. And then like people in Canada are just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, when it's cold here, uh, like you can get these like face masks because I cycle to work every day and it is quite cold on your face. So you can get these like masks, these like balaclavas that cover your face that you can breathe through. So you can um, cycle in the cold and your face doesn't get cold. I've got them. I've tried them. I get about... A minute and a half into my bike ride, and I have to stop and take it off because I find myself getting super annoyed just because something's touching my face all the time. Mm. Uh, So I think the only thing I can get away with is glasses. Um, So I have to wear glasses to see. Not, I'm not like I can wear them out. It's just from reading stuff I gotta wear glasses. Yeah, glasses seem to be the only thing that I can get away with. Sunglasses are the same. I got no problem with wearing glasses, but. Anything touching, like, the bottom half of my face, like, that's when I start having, like, issues. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know if I've got to start wearing a, a mask at work because the job I do isn't, like, normal retail. It involves a lot of being touching people's stuff and, like, that kind of thing. Uh, so I'm I'm interested to see if we have to wear masks. And if we do have to wear masks, I'm not how sure how that's going to work out for me. But we'll see. So I got that on Friday, and yeah. then as of Monday, I'm back to work normally. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll probably have more content for the
1: yeah. We'll have more to talk about then
0: because I'm yeah. back out in the in the public again. Mm. You're not. You're still working at home for as long as we we'll know. we see. Yeah. You've not been given a return to work. No. So as far as we know, you're still you're still here
1: for the time being. Yes. Yes.
0: yes.
1: <laughs> well, on to this week's episode.
0: Yeah, so I just wanted to talk a brief, I mean, we I thought about it the other day, and it's a weird one, but um, I was thinking, like, because I'm not at work, I hmm. was thinking about, I think we are talking about, like, me, um, well, like, trying to get, I was thinking about, like, trying to do stuff with my life, and um, trying to, you know, like, change jobs. Yeah. do something else with my life like you know I'm always going on about like I'm 35 now and mm. I need to do something with my life uh but then I never know what and I've never got that kind of thing and I always kind of always felt that like I haven't got any ambition so I'm not ambitious you know there's people out there that have ambition to you know get a big house you know get a fast car or a new car or a nice car or you know get a wife or uh, have children and you know like that kind of stuff and that drives a lot of people because they want those things to get those things which is why you get people that are always uh, I always find people like going on about like how much money they make or you know that kind of thing yeah and I always kind of think like yeah okay I, I get that but then I thought like I'm not driven by the pursuit of money I'm not somebody that has always thought, I want to be really rich. I think we've mentioned a couple of times winning the lottery, but I felt that more just than I don't have to have a job. Yeah. <laughs> it's, got no, it's got nothing to do with me wanting millions of pounds for, uh, any other reason than I don't have to go to work anymore. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about like, obviously while I've been off, like, maybe I should do something with this time and initially, I think we mentioned in the earlier episodes of this since we've been, since we've, I've not been working that I should be doing something better with my time you know like bettering myself or um i think i toyed with the idea of like starting a youtube channel and things like that uh, and not just sitting about playing computer games cleaning the flat you know um just stuff but then i realized that i uh, i realized that the reason that i didn't do that i thought initially it was like for routine uh, and it was just because i'm i'm big into routine and i got my routine down to um you know like you've seen me because yeah. you've been working at from the flat, and I've just been knocking about the flat while you've been doing stuff. I've kind of had a set routine of, like, listening to audio books at a certain time of day, doing this here, doing yeah. that. Um, but then I thought I think the reason is is when I think about the the things that a lot of people I know and not obviously not everybody not all NT people strive for like. Um,
1: The same thing. Yeah, like,
0: but the the path that I see for NT people, or the common one, because I I follow, I've got a lot of like NT like, I guess friends. You know, I don't really, I don't really consider myself to have friends, but these people that I know that know me, that I have on like Facebook and all that kind of stuff, and that I know in person, not just digitally. They live not far away. They all seem to follow like a similar pattern that you, you go to school. Um, and then when you 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 finish school you either go to university I'm not saying everybody goes to university but just for this like pattern of what people do go to university get a degree in something that you want to get a degree in use that degree to get a job once you get a job you meet someone you marry them you get a house you live together you have children and that seems to be like a very common ND pattern. obviously, you don't have to go to university. of people like, do apprenticeships or just get work. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people, when they get together or in a relationship, there's they either want to get married or there's like pressure to get married. You know, yeah. like you either get married or, you know, there's some people I know that just think, well, you know, we've been together for five years now, so we should probably get married. You know, yeah. like, they always say it like, oh, we should probably get married. Like, oh, well, yeah, you probably should. Like, you know, it's been five years like that's a normal thing. And then once you be together, you know, you just think, oh, maybe we should have children. You know, that's that's the thing you do, have yeah. kids. Um, and then the whole time you've got your career going on and within your career, you just spend all your time, you know, trying to get promoted and then promoted and then promoted or you change jobs to something else that pays better. And you're always looking for better hours and better pay. And then when you get to that job and it's that kind of thing, which is fine. Um, like, I'm not saying like, oh, just weird NT people following <laughs> that pattern. It's just I always kind of feel like I've never had the ambition or the drive for that set way of doing things. And obviously, there's neurotypical people out there that also don't want to follow that either. Yeah. But just for the sake of this, because, you know, it is an autism podcast. Um, I kind of feel like that particular path through life is not very like autism friendly, I suppose. I, I think it all of those things seem more difficult um if you're autistic anyway yeah you know like we've done an episode on schools um you know going through school is not easy if you're autistic um even if you're if you're diagnosed it's not easy because you have to have you know loads of changes made for you you can't go through school the same way you don't socialize the same way other children do uh you know and you can't really socially get to know people and it seems like for a lot of stuff despite what I used to think, I used to think that, you, you know, going through school, you've just got to be intelligent and know how to follow, you know, and learn the stuff. And like going through university, you've just got to know how to do the course and yeah. be good at the course. Uh, and same with work. You think, well, if I'm just really good at the job, that'll do it. But the social aspect of all those things is quite, it's quite important. You know, go if you're not very social in school, it will affect your time at school, you know. Like, so if you're not social, you just get sort of outcast or, you know, you just kind of you're on your own for a lot of the time. And, you know, there's a lot of like non-diagnosed autistic people that went through school just not noticed yeah, or didn't have friends or didn't talk to people or that kind of thing. So they didn't have that whole aspect of the stuff. And obviously, children see people that are a bit different and a bit of a loner. It's not... You'd think that they would, but a lot of kids, you know, they don't want to go talk to the one that's considered the weirdo, so yeah. they don't go talk to the weirdo. And I would see that. So, you know, that's it's one of the main reasons that I masked in the first place is I would see the loner kids that people would think, like, oh, they're weird, like, oh, don't go talk to them, they're very strange. And children tend to make up reasons why they think this person is weird, so then there's weird rumours going around the school about this person that aren't true. I'm sure you know of somebody in your school that there's a story about them. Yeah. <laughs> you. I know, (laughs) but like for the case of this, there's there's always stories going about these kids because nobody's talking to them. So they never, you know, they never know why this person is quiet. They just think, well, I don't know what it is, but I'm not going to ask them. So I'm going to make something up. And then that thing becomes the reason why they're not quiet. You know why they are quiet. And then that's how everybody knows this person. Yeah. You know, and it's always something really nuts. And I always see that kind of stuff and think, well, I don't want that to happen to me. But then I think, well, I also don't want to interact with these children and I don't want to be social. But I thought I don't also want to be this person at the same time. So, you know, I created my masking to pretend that I was NT. So that would mix. So I had people that I spoke to all the time. I was never on my own through school because I made myself socially, you know, integrated, Uh, even though really, you know, that in doing that, it had a massive effect on, you know, how well I did academically it had a massive effect on my behavior in general. And it's. I think it has a massive effect on who I am now. So, mm, you know, yeah. I think if I'd have just been myself through school, I'd be completely different now as a person. Yeah. Um, whereas I feel like a lot of people, I know that if you're not autistic, you still have to, you know, play the game and, you know, be a certain way when you're in school. But it's, it's not as difficult. It's not this big, like you know operation you've got to go through yeah every time you go to school it's not like this big planning thing it's not mentally tiring you know i not many people come back from school and think god hanging out with people so <laughs> stressful like you know and like i you don't ever get that because there are a lot of people that went to school once they finish school they you know call their friends up and think let's hang out some more yeah whereas me personally i'd get back from school shut myself in my bedroom and then you know my mom would be like oh you know whoever from down the road to come around to see you i'd be like really why are they here? And, I, you know, I can't go up to them and be like, do you know what? I saw you enough today. Go home. Yeah. Because we're not hanging out. You know, I think like, oh, I've got to. And then, you know, you just want to stay at home and do your thing. But then your friend's like, oh, yeah, I brought a football round them. And then we're going to go see this person, this person, this person. And I think, oh, I spent hours with you guys today. Why am I seeing you again? Um, But then if you don't do that stuff, you know, you get like segregated and you're considered a weirdo. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, is, is that I guess is the choice a lot of like autistic people through school have to do. And that continues when you go to university. University's the same. When you go to university, I went a couple of times. Uh, one time I dropped out because I didn't live there. So I didn't live at the uni. Yeah. I just drove there, did my lessons, came home, drove there. And it, it turns out with uni, if you don't fully immerse yourself and if you don't live where the university is so obviously where my where where I live now is where the university was so I had to move here and if you don't go out on the nights out constantly with everybody and if you don't like get along with all your housemates if you don't do all that it's it's almost the same as school you have the all the same problems so i had to be like oh good masking again great so like I had to pretend that i was into going out at night and you know into being social and all that kind of stuff because if you don't then the same things happen everybody stops talking to you and then you know if you're in halls of residence it's just like oh yeah it's the weirdo in flat four just don't talk to them they don't talk to anybody (laughs) we just see them every now and then every now and then they appear in the kitchen grab some food and leave again but no one talks to them we don't know anything about them except the difference is i suppose when you get to university it's people in their late teens early 20s and they've learned to not do the whole, I mean, these people still bully at that age. Obviously you bully, but there's still bullies at any age, but you get less of that. Yeah. You get people that are trying to consciously make an effort of including you because they think, oh, maybe it's just because they're, you know, not from here or maybe they're just shy and, you know, we should really make an effort with them. Let's make an effort with them. Yeah. Uh, and obviously that's fine if you're neurotypical and you are shy because you think, okay, this is nice. You come out of your shell eventually and, you know, you're in there. But if you're autistic... You just think, I want to be left alone. And then someone's banging on your door like, oh, you know, we've, we thought we'd all go downstairs, you know, and watch a film together and order a pizza. And you think, well, I've got my plans for the evening and you guys are massively messing with these now. <laughs> like, yeah. if I come downstairs and watch a movie with you and eat pizza, that's one a meal I was going to have that I now can't have anymore. I had my plans for what I was doing for the evening and I can't do them anymore because now I've got to do it with you. And you have to make the decision of saying, no, I'm good, thanks. But then, you know, you run the risk of those people thinking, well, you know, we made an effort and they don't even care. Or you have to pretend like you're into it and then think, okay, so now I've got to sacrifice my whole plan for the evening. Go downstairs, hang out with these people. And you spend the whole time being anxious because you don't know these people. And also your routine for the day is completely disrupted. Yeah. So there's that aspect of it. And then, yeah, like the other stuff, like we said, like, um, you know, relationships. We've done an episode on relationships. Relationships for autistic people do not work the same way as they do with neurotypical people. And we're talking about, like, romantic relationships, not like friends. Um, and then, yeah, for me, things like getting a mortgage, things like getting a well-paid job, you know, wanting a car. The, the things that people do, children, I, I don't ever think about having kids, like, ever. It never enters my head. Uh, Every now and then I mention it to you, but we're talking about something else usually. And I say, imagine if I had a child. But I never thought, in my head, I've never thought, should I have children? What I always think when I think about kids is I always think like that's for other people. Mm. You know, other people have children, other people get married. Um, And I've always kind of had this that's meant for other people mentality when it comes to that kind of thing. Uh, and i've never thought that's something that i will have yeah. um it kind of it kind of feels complete for me it almost feels as different as um i mean this is probably a bad example but it's something i think of right now is uh it's kind of like looking at something that lives in the ocean mm-hmm. like a fish or something and then going well yeah of course like um i'd love to live under the water but i can't because you know i can't breathe underwater Therefore, it's not for me. I kind of see, like, people that ha- get married, have kids. Like, I've got a lot of friends that have had married, you know, got married and had, like, several children. Uh, and they've, like, gone from, like, own, you know, to owning their own companies and stuff like that. I see that. And that's like me looking at a fish and thinking, well, yeah, of course you live under the water. You're a fish, you know. Yeah. I don't live under the water because I'm not a fish. Um, I kind of see that kind of stuff. It's stuff that other people do, but it's never something that I will ever do. Not because... I never think, like, well, I'm incapable. I just think, like, that's for you, but it's not for me. Uh, And that's definitely, like, an autistic thing for me. It's because of my autism that I've never seen that stuff as something that I could probably have one day. Um, And equally, when I'm at weddings or um, stuff like that, I don't ever sit there and think, well, this could be me. You know, I could be this person doing this. Yeah. I just see it as, like, a normal... Event that's got no significance, you know. Like some people go to a weddings and you know it has like an emotional response to them. You know, like going to a wedding, yeah, it, it makes them feel a certain way. You know, like oh, maybe I'll maybe I'll get married someday, or yeah, they just feel happy for the people that are getting married. Think, oh, it's so nice and this is such a good thing. Whereas to me, there's I don't differentiate. Like when I go to anything, going to a wedding is the same as going to like you know anything anything that I do I, anything that involves like a gathering of people I feel the same way I don't see an in a, a significance with with different things you know so like going to a wedding is like going to a bar with a bunch of people I'm just in a room with a bunch of people and my brain never thinks well this is a wedding that this is different imagine if it was you getting married you know you could get married I just think like this is something that people do people get married but I don't ever consider it something that I would do yeah you know what I mean yeah Does that make sense
1: that makes sense.
0: And yeah, I think that's I think that's the... I think it's definitely an autistic thing. And I never see it in, like, social media groups for people that are autistic. They never talk about it either. Some people do mention it. So some people do go, oh, yeah, I'm married. Or, you know, sometimes every now and then I'll see a post saying, is anybody else here married? Or has anybody else here got children? Yeah. But it's not as common, you know? Uh, and it's almost like sometimes when it's mentioned in social media, some people that are autistic as well look at it and just go wow how have you managed that like it's almost it's weird whereas like I feel like when some of my friends on social media have kids I just think like well of course you do you know you're at that age you're following the plan you know you've had children you've got married that's that's what people do I don't see anything like weird about it but even me when I see someone that's autistic that's got married or had children I always think like how did that happen you know I almost like not like how did you manage that that's ridiculous I just think like really you know, it's always it always takes me a bit like to be like, oh, somebody that's autistic got married or somebody that's autistic has children. Um, but it seems rare and infrequent. And when it does happen, I almost see it as like a. It's, it's almost I don't know if impressive's the word, but something like that, you know, I'm always a bit like taken back by it. Uh, and I don't know if that's just because, yeah, I always feel like as an autistic person that particular path in life is not a common one for us to do. Mm. And this episode, and it's quite a big topic, so maybe next episode we do, we might have to... Yeah. Like, cover this some more, because it's quite a big thing. But it's just that whole thing, for me, seems very... Like, it's not meant... Autistic people aren't meant to follow that thing, follow that life. And it seems like our life is more... We don't have the same... I mean, we have goals, sure, but... Our goals are not those ones. It's very rare for us to be like, well, all I've ever wanted to do is, you know, and you do hear, I do hear people say, all I ever wanted to do is have children. I've only ever wanted to be a parent or I've only ever wanted to be, you know, a husband or, you know, I've only ever wanted to own my own company or that kind of thing. Whereas I feel like I don't ever do that. I kind of live just day in, day out with my routine. You know, all I've ever wanted to do is, you know, and it, it changes day to day. All I ever want to do is go to the supermarket and make sure they've got everything I want. You know, I've made my list. They better have it all. Mm. That's really disruptive for me. Yeah, does. Um, was... Like, if I go to a supermarket and I'm just like, where is this? Why, why can't I find this? Um, like, I had a weird thing the other day because I went to one supermarket and bought loads of stuff. And then when <laughs> I went to another one, I realised that I could have got extra points had I have just been shopping in that one. And that, for me, was really disruptive for a good hour. <laughs> I just thought, well, this is stupid, because if I'd have bought these apples here, I would have got this many points, which means next week I would have got this money off, and now I've lost like, and it's like a pound, do you know what I mean, like, it's like a pound, that I could have just think, and I just, even in my head, I'm saying to myself, look what you're doing, you've spent the last hour kicking off about this, not yeah. massive, not to you, just, no, just
1: in your internally
0: head. Yeah. I've been going like, ooh, why didn't I just wait? Um And then I'm doing that. And then even when I rationalize it and go, okay, so you're stressing out and we've been kicking off for about an hour now for a quid, (laughs) it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just move on. Um, And then I think, yeah, just move on. Just move on. And then you know, five ten minutes later, I'm just like, oh, but if I'd have just gone there, and it, it's back again, you know. Yeah. That and that takes up like some of my day, and like you know, I I have my set routines of doing everything, and I uh, that's that's my plan. My plan is to get through the day doing the things I wanted to do when I wanted to do them, and I don't ever think about like the future you know we've mentioned this before you know when you do interviews and somebody says where do you see yourself five years from now I just think like I don't know will I even be alive five years from now and I don't think like because I'll probably die I just think like five years from now that's so like abstract and you know it'll never happen uh whereas the other yesterday I was thinking that uh you know I graduated uni in 2010 I think it's been 10 years since I graduated from uni that's nuts. Like I've realized that I've been in Bournemouth for 13 years. And I try and remember back to when I graduated. And I just thought, was that 10 years ago? And then I think, what have I done for the last 10 years? And I can't actually name something that I've done in the last 10 years, even though I've done loads. For some reason, my head just went completely blank. Because what I'm looking for is, you know, some people will say like, what have you done in the last 10 years? Oh, well, you know, I got married, I had children, I did this, I did that. And I think, what have I done for the last 10 years? And I think what I've done is, followed the same routines day in, day out for the last 10 years, you know?
1: Well done.
0: Yeah, but that's it. And I don't feel like that was a waste of time or I don't think like, well, I could have done all this stuff. It doesn't, that doesn't enter my head. I just think like, that's what I've I've done this and I've done that. Whereas I've seen, you know, I, I know quite a few neurotypical people that they're like, I need to be married by now or, or, or I need to do this by now or you mm. know, in five years I've got to have this. Uh, and they start thinking like, they they measure themselves like in these like um, landmarks, I suppose. Uh, and I've never done that. But that's because I don't ever feel like those landmarks are relevant to me. I, I kind of always feel I've always felt like marriage, children, uh, even university degrees, even though I've done university. They're things that other people strive for and get, but they're not for me. Having my own business, not for me. That's not something that I'm meant to do. Yeah. But then when someone says, well, what are you meant to do? I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea.
1: Yeah. Do um, you think you ever try to, or have done in the past, like tried to strive for the NT path that you're talking about? No. no. Okay. What are you going to say? Well, it's just sometimes I feel like you sometimes feel like you should have done something, and I feel like you feel like you should have done it because that's what you would consider like the NT path, and you have not done that, so you feel like... You've maybe.
0: I think it's because I, I mask and pretend to be neurotypical, and to yeah. pretend to be neurotypical, you have to pretend like you've got these um, aspirations. So when I'm talking to people and pretending I'm N.T., I'll pretend like that's the things I want. Okay. That I want like this career, and I want this, and I want that, and you know all that stuff. But then, you do that so much, and you say that so much that for me, I start thinking. Yeah, maybe I do want that stuff you know and I can only ever focus the one I've only ever focused on is a career yeah is a job is finding a job that's the perfect job for me that I can use that's skilled that shows that I have some sort of abilities and you know talent uh but also pays really well and do you know what I mean, like it's this weird it's so ambiguous because then when someone says well what do you like to do like, I don't know what are you skilled at I don't know uh you know what kind of job can you see yourself doing I don't know do you want to work front of house or back of house? Don't know. Like I always end up that. And I think it's because I've been told so many times that like getting a career is important. So I've convinced myself that that's what's important. Um, And even though I don't really care for some reason, it occupies a lot of my thoughts. A lot of the time while I've been off work, you know, I have tried to make myself believe that I need to find this perfect career. And, you know, better myself and think about going back to uni or, you know, starting an apprenticeship and stuff. But really, I never do it because I don't actually think that I want that. And that's why I never start it. I mean, obviously, I've got to try and fit it into my daily routines. But I also think that I I don't really want that stuff, which is why I'm I'm finding it hard to try and pursue that stuff. You know, it's not really Mm. for me. I think it's just I picked that. I could have picked getting married as my thing instead of a career and spent my whole time trying to find someone to marry but that I think I could have done that quite easily I think I think if I wanted to be married I'd be married by now
1: you stud
0: no (laughs) not like that I'm just saying like I go along with stuff you know I I just find somebody else that really wanted to get married yeah Uh, you know you just find someone that would marry someone because they want to be married and then you want to get married and then you realize you've married someone that you don't want to marry but you've done it now so yeah and then that would be done I think i picked something particularly out of the things you're supposed to do that's the hard one because I don't really want it. So, you know. Yeah. And what I worry sometimes, like, what if I did find the perfect career and the job that's right for me? What would happen to me? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, because it would be one of the things I'm not thinking about. But I... I don't think I actually pursue this stuff. When I've been in relationships with people, you know, and I've been in some like long-term relationships, like the last one I was in was five years. And, you know, the one before that was like two years. And yeah. I think it was five years before that. Uh, I never once thought we should get married. Yeah. Uh, and I never thought like, maybe we will have children one day. Those thoughts never entered my head. I never thought maybe we should get engaged. I never planned how I was ever going to ask someone to marry me. I never think about that. I, even now, if you asked me if I was ever going to propose someone, how would I do it? No idea. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to go shopping for a ring. I wouldn't know when to do it. I wouldn't know how to do it. I've never thought about what my wedding day would look like. Even when I'm at other people's wedding days, I wouldn't think what would mine look like. It never, ever enters my head. Same with children. When I see people that have had kids, I don't think like, what will my children look like what kind of dad would I be? Uh, and I never think about it. it. It just it never enters my head um, unless somebody asks me. And even then I just sort of go, yeah, I don't want kids. Yeah, but what kind of damage it be? doesn't matter. I'm not going to have children. Um, whereas the job one is the only one of the, you know, the traditional neurotypical goals that's been there. And I kind of feel like that's just because uh, I somehow got it in my head from listening to people. At some point in my life, people talked about jobs too much to me. And I'm convinced that that's the right one. You know, like I was talking at the start of this with social media, when someone keeps saying something over and over again, for me anyway, I start to believe it, even if it's not true, because I keep hearing it so much. And it somehow makes its way into my head. And obviously, people on the spectrum are, we're not gullible, because that sounds bad, but it is essentially that is we believe stuff that's not true just because somebody said it, because you can't tell if someone's lying or not, you know, and someone says it in a way that's enough, or if you hear something enough, it starts, even if you think it's stupid, that's the thing that I guess is one of the things that happens with you when you're autistic is, even if you know what someone's saying is not true, the fact that they say it, it goes in, and it can just be there as a tiny sort of, I remember when they said that, that's stupid, and you start thinking like, well, what if it is true though? Imagine if it was true. And then before you know it, it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And before you know it, you're starting to think that it might be real, uh, even though you know it isn't. Yeah. And it gets there and it causes anxiety and it's this huge thing. And then eventually it goes away again. You know, your, trad- your original thought of that stupid will take over again. But sometimes ideas just keep getting bigger and bigger. And I feel like with the career thing and finding my perfect career for some reason that one stuck and I couldn't get rid of it but I think if I really was driven like that like people are because you see people that are really driven by these like obsessive thoughts yeah they do something about it but I would say that I have never once like seriously ever tried to pursue a career um, or find my talents or anything like that I think about it, and I say it all the time to you and I talk about it, but have you ever seen me actually take any action towards (laughs) pursuing that actual goal? And that makes me think I don't really want it. Because you've seen me when I want something, I usually try and work out how to get it. Yeah. Yeah, And obviously the things I want are not the same, but you know what I mean? Like, I know I can do stuff if I want to do stuff. It's just I think if I really wanted it, I'd really go for it. Um, And I never have tried. You know, I spend just years working in a job that I, you know, claim to hate and don't want to be here and I'm, you know, should be doing something better. But then do you ever see me like applying for jobs or writing my CV or purposely, you know, taking the time to look through like training syllabuses to try and find a course? that I think that's what I want to do. So it makes me think I don't really want it because if I did really want it, I would have done something by now. I mean, I've been moaning about finding the perfect career for me since I was 16 Uh, And I've never actually done it. And I think it's just one of those burger things. I think I just, it enters my head every now and then. And I think this is what I want to do. And I get obsessive about it, but then it disappears and I get distracted by, you know, just something else. Yeah. Uh, And it just, it just pops in. I feel like I need an obsession all the time. I think it's one of the things that keeps me, you know, doing stuff is to have an obsessive thought Uh, and other ones take over it. But when I, when I'm running out of things to be obsessed about, I feel like my brain just goes, have the career one back for a bit until you think of a new thing. Yeah. You know, but it's never an actual thing. Whereas obviously a lot of people, their career and their job is, it's one of those things of, you know, they want to do like getting married, like having children, getting a mortgage, you know, getting a car. It's the things they want to do. I mean, I've had, you know, we've got a car at the moment, but I never actively, we just kind of ended up with one, didn't we? So
1: Well, I I got it for my old job. I needed, well, yeah, I did kind of need it. I don't like saying I need a car because I don't think you ever like need a car, but uh, no. it, it was the most convenient way to travel to my old job because it was about a half hour drive uh, and the train was quite expensive. So I had that. And that's how we ended up getting it. So I, I got it.
0: Yeah, but it is, it's one of those things where you just you you get it because you think. You know, and and for some people, it's just, it's one of those, I just, I see them as like NT things, you know, NT things like of, you see someone that's got a job that they drive their own car to, and they've got their house, and that's their wife, and they're their children. They're kind of, for me, it's how I judge how far along they are in their life, depending on how many things that they have. Uh, But I never see them as like actual pursuits, so it's just, it's an odd thing. Yeah. Like, how do you feel about the whole... Like, I suppose this, the, I mean, because obviously the initial topic for this was I was going to do um, just how that, that particular path is not autist, autism friendly, yeah. really. It's much harder for us to achieve those things. And that's okay. You know, like uh, we've mentioned before, the world is more geared towards the neurotypical. Yeah. Most aspects of life are meant for neurotypical people and those that are autistic we can't just do them well or we have to have changes made for us or we don't feel the, even slightly the same way about them. We just do them out of, you know, because you've got to do them. Um, but we don't really see the point or why. Uh, and, yeah, it's, 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 that was initially what I wanted to do was just how the, you know, the the path that people go through through their life It's every aspect of it. There's obstacles for those that are autistic, yeah. you know. Um, but I mean do you feel the same way is this just one of my no I get what you're saying I
1: think um, I think that I don't know I can only really talk from my perspective I suppose because I I struggle with other people's not struggle with other people's perspectives but I struggle to understand like what other people want out of life I suppose but for me um, I mean I did uni I didn't do nights out or anything like that well you know I did a couple but I definitely didn't fall into the same bracket of going on nights out every night or every week I think I did I think I probably count on you know two hands the amount of nights out I went on for the whole time I was at uni yeah um so I didn't really follow the I suppose the route that a lot of people follow I didn't feel like I had to Um, I've never really tried to fit in, I suppose. I mean, I I guess I have, like, I guess I tried to fit in a little bit at school, but I don't think I did it that successfully. And I don't think I tried that hard. So then I feel like the course of my life sort of went down the same. I mean, I'm still really young, but went down the same path of not really trying so much to fit in. Like I have known or have thought for a long time that I... I've never followed the ambition of money and money isn't really something that I see as a big thing. Like I've I've never thought of money as a big thing. I always think it's a weird one when, you know, when people are weird about sharing their money or, or lending people money. And I do understand that for some people, that's a thing. But if I, you know, if I go for lunch with someone and then I buy the food, I never think, now you need to pay me back or anything like that. I've never felt that way. If I've got it, I'll spend it and that's fine. Like, I don't think of it as a big commodity. So I suppose like in, in terms of the pursuit of money, that's never been a thing that I've done or wanted to do or cared about or put much value into. Um, And then in life goals, um, weddings, like I understand the... Benefits of marriage, and I can see the drive for it. The like I see what it is in the commitment to one another. But I never understand the wedding, I suppose, itself. Like I always think that's strange when people seem more concerned about the day rather than what the day symbolizes I suppose I see people when they're you know so stressed about what their dress is going to look like and I think but that's not and I understand for a lot of people that is you know a wedding's a big thing but for me personally I just I, I don't really understand why you know what the table arrangement looks like matters when the day is about the two two people I don't think anyone else like whatever anyone else sees or however anyone else feels. I honestly I don't really understand why people in, invite so many people to their wedding. I like going to weddings and I I I guess I get it for, you know, you like your family and friends to be around, but I've never had that idea of um like wanting that. Like I don't I don't really for me, I like when I'm happy, when I want to celebrate, say I want to celebrate my birthday, I want to celebrate it by myself or maybe with um, if I'm like in a relationship, maybe with a partner. But I've never wanted, you know, a big gathering of like friends and family. That's never been my, I suppose, my thing, because that's, it, I don't know, it feels too crowded for me. Um, I've never, for, for a long time, I've not wanted children sort of actively like I have thought about it and I think there's been a lot of instances where especially when I was young where people would be like oh one day when you have children or said things like that and it's never felt to me right like I've never had a desire to have children that's not saying that you know I don't want to say that I'm never ever going to change my mind because you know people can change their minds but for me it does definitely feel like something that especially at this moment in time and for the last you know several years of, at least of being an adult I've never felt that I would change my mind towards that um just because I don't want to it doesn't really fit in with I guess it doesn't really fit in with the way I like to live my life at the moment so I suppose in terms of how I feel about it well for me I think a lot of those things can mess with I guess with with burgers like you have a routine um and sometimes it's really difficult to fit the those the the driving things sometimes it's difficult to fit those into I suppose your routine or your path in life like there's a lot of uncertainty if you're chasing um promotions in a job that that's uncertainty to me like I like being settled um but that's not to say that i don't have drive i actually do really like i like i will go for a job that i like and if i feel unhappy in a job i will leave it i'm not i don't really get like stuck yeah but i i don't think i have this um it's just the uncertainty or like i might get promoted i might not that's like a a, I can't plan then because I have the uncertainty of what's going to happen. And it's the same with like the idea of having children to me that uh, I don't like the idea of planning out my day. And then I don't know, like <laughs> my child's misbehaving and that would mess with my whole day. There's things like that, that That's I, a good point. Um. So I think, I don't know. I, I understand why it would be more difficult to follow the, I suppose more typical drive, especially with a, a lot of the the things that people do. A lot of the time, seem to be, um, they do it because they want. Say, say, like you want to progress in your job. When you ask a lot of people why do want to progress in the job, a lot of the time it's, well, you know, I've, it would be better for my family. Yeah. Well, I don't have that because I, you know, I have I have a family, but I don't have children to support, and I'm not so family orientated I see my family and I'll speak to my family but they're not my driving factor I don't um aspire to you know to do things to to impress them because I don't feel like I need to because then you know they accept me for who I am I suppose um I same with friends I don't do things because I need to impress friends or to make people feel a certain way towards me because I'm quite comfortable with people feeling however they want towards me I am who I am and I don't feel a drive to change or I don't know sometimes I feel like a lot of um goals aren't I mean a lot of them are for personal things like you said some people you know they've always wanted to be a parent but then I also think that there are goals out there that are um for other people and you know what other people think um and I think as a Berger, as people on the spectrum sometimes we don't have the same drivers as, as caring as to what other people think as well
0: yeah that's interesting because uh i mean you don't don't pursue the the standard stuff but for completely different reasons it seems
1: what do you mean
0: well you don't you're just saying that you don't You don't like you don't want children because they'll mess with your routine. I mean, there
1: are other reasons You know what I mean, though? But, but like, yeah, just yeah. that
0: as a basic example yeah. of what you just said, um, is that you have a set way of doing everything, and then if you add this, like, unknown variant to it where they could do something wrong, or they could misbehave, yeah. or they could do this, like, they will change, you know? Um, and, and they'll be different, like, autistic child or not, you know? Yeah. They could change the way you do it. So that's different. And you don't seek promotion at work because you have your routine of how you do things, and if you get promoted... That will change. Yeah. So your routine and everything will change. So it's more that you you have a set way of doing stuff. Um, unless it has a negative impact, then you'll change that part of your life. So you have changed job, not because you think, I want more money or I want this or I want that. Uh, it's because you um, just weren't happy with the thing you were doing. So you moved somewhere yeah. else to try and just give yourself. So you do it better for how you're feeling. And yeah like you said some people that seek promotion it's because they want to provide better for their family but if you haven't got that stuff that also isn't a driving force for you so you you have it um and obviously like you said you you don't think you'll have children and stuff and people say to you because you're young yeah that's why you're not thinking about it and yeah. i used to believe that so you know not to sound like old i suppose <laughs> in that sense because i know i'm not but when i was your age like yeah. i used to think that i would get married and have children in time yeah you know that I'm just right now when I'm at weddings and feeling nothing and when I'm you know seeing people's children and I'm not feeling anything like of like oh maybe I should have children I just thought it was because I was young and as you get older you realize that you want that stuff and just as you're younger you do and a lot of people I've seen there's some there's somebody I know on Instagram that I've known for a long time who when I knew her properly she was like, I am never having children and she's just had a child. So like, you know what I mean? And she seems to be really like liking the fact that she's had a child. So yeah. I, I see that happen where people change. Whereas for me, I have changed as I've got older, but how I've changed as when I was younger, I thought I'd get older and want that stuff. But now that I'm older, I just feel like that stuff is not meant for me. And it's, it's this weird other alien behavior that is no, it, it's not, Relevant to me and it's not something that's meant for me. Yeah. It's meant for other people. Whereas you're younger and you're seeing it different, I suppose, because you're saying that you don't pursue that stuff, not because you don't feel like it's meant for you. You just don't follow it because you have your way of living. Yeah. And that way doesn't doesn't work with what you're doing. So you see it as it's not practical as really as I'm not going to do that stuff because that stuff will really disrupt you know the way I live yeah. if I were to get it so therefore why would I get it
1: it's also like I sort of combined with that it's not to say like that I've ever been like oh, I really want children but they would mess with you know my routines like it's very much a I've never I've never felt a particular like a drive for it if anything a lot of the time um when I'm around children, even like, you know, I, I can like them. I can be having a, a good time and think like this child's like really nice or funny or, you know, whatever. But I've also always thought, but I would never want this to be my child or like, and not because of the child, like I would never want to have a child. Have a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that makes it sound like I'm like, oh, thank God that one isn't mine. Yeah. But like, yeah, <laughs> I, as in I,
0: yeah. oh, you know, sometimes I, I have those thoughts. <laughs> You know, sometimes I hang out with a child and I think, oh, <laughs> you know, well, I'm I'm glad you go back to your parents at some point.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like that, I, I feel like that about all children, not the, oh, but yeah, like I, you know, it's it's lovely hanging out with them sometimes, but I just never had this like, oh, I would like children. And yeah, same with the job. It's not like I think, oh, if I knew, you know, it's not going to mess my routine, I'd want it. I've just never wanted to have a job that would mess with my life outside of work because sometimes I know that if you pursue a career you know they say it's a lot of hard work and you have to get used to you know not having a day off yeah that's not what I want in life my I I'm very like I know what I like and what I don't like I obviously I'm also very open to changing my mind and that's why I would never say never and you know it happens with me all the time with foods like I always think oh I won't like that and then I try it and I think yeah I like that or films or you know things like that but I also am quite I know myself quite well like I, I tend to know I tend to be right about my hunches of if I like something or don't like something yeah um so so yeah I do think that with me
0: so it's just more that you just Yeah. So you don't feel the, in the same way that I do, that it seems alien to me. No, it
1: doesn't seem alien. And I do also think about it a lot. Like I will a lot of the time think about if I had a child, you know, I like to think that I would do this or this, this, like I I do think that quite, quite often I actually think thoughts like that. Um, Obviously I know that you can say if I had a child I'd do this and then you know you have a child and that's completely not practical or whatever so I I also acknowledge that but I have those thoughts all the time but it's very much a thought of you know I like the idea that if I had a child I would do this or behave this way but also I don't want children it's it, you know the thoughts come together it's not like it feels like an alien concept I I could totally see that you know it's very much possible for me it's just it's never felt
0: so when you're at weddings, do you ever, when you're at a wedding, think if this was my wedding, how would this look? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like I say, that's like, I guess that's a difference because I, I don't have that. Like when I've seen my friends have children, I don't think like, oh, I wonder what it's like if I have children. I just, it kind of just seems like, yeah, cool. That's something they've done, you know, and I don't. I don't see a significance in it. So I know sometimes you show me pictures of like your friends on Instagram and you're just like, they've had children and you show me them and you're just like, I can't believe they've had kids. Whereas I, when I see someone having kids, it, it doesn't really register to me that it's a big deal that they've had a child. Mm. It registered me like any other post. So when I see a friend say like, oh, you know, we've just had a baby. Here's a picture of our newborn baby. I see it, but then had they've done a post of, you know, checked in at Pizza Hut. Like I see the same thing the same way. Nothing in my head goes. This is a big deal, or that kind of thing. I, I just think like when they've gone to Pizza Hut, I just think like which Pizza Hut have they gone to? <laughs> you know, or I wonder what they're gonna have. But then when I see they've had a child, it's like oh they've had a child now. So now there's three of them living in that house, and then that's it. I move on. Like mm-hmm. I don't really um, I don't really see it. There's no there's nothing in me that thinks like well you know what if that was me or ooh can't believe they've had a child like there's no there's nothing there and it, it because it feels like it's something that is so for yeah so like foreign to me that i yeah. i just i don't register that it's a thing at all because it it's just it's it's like it's something that people do but it's something that i'll never understand so i don't give it like too much thought i suppose whereas yeah i feel like for you you weigh up the options of doing this and doing that and you just think no, I don't want that.
1: Yeah, that is me. I am. Um, I do like to weigh weigh things up. Everything goes through a little scrutiny in my head, I think.
0: Whereas I see it as that it's not a choice of whether I want that or not. It's a fact of that's not meant for me anyway, so I don't need to think about it. Whereas you think, no, I don't want that. Whereas I don't ever have the thought of, no, I don't want to get married. I think like marriage is not something that I would ever do or be able to do. That's not. That's not a thing for me. That's a thing for them. Therefore, yeah. I don't ever make the decision of... In my, in my head, I've never thought, really, do I want to get married? I say to people all the time, I don't want to get married. But that's just because people say, you know, why aren't you married yet? Or, you know, why don't you think about getting engaged? You know, like when I've been yeah. in relationships with people, like, have you ever thought about asking them to marry you? I always say, oh, I don't want to get married. You know, I'm not, I'm not interested in marriage. I give them the the what I know is the NT response. Uh, yeah. Because that's the thing I'm supposed to do. Because I'm usually masking when I'm having these conversations as I'll go... Oh, you know, I'm not really one for marriage myself. Um, but in my head, I'm really just thinking like I have n- never, ever thought to myself, do I want to get married? It doesn't it doesn't enter my head because I don't feel like it's it's something that I can do. You know, it's 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 sort of like back to the the horrible fish analogy. Yeah. It's like someone saying to me, have you ever thought about living under the water? I just think like, well. I can't, so...
1: So, no. (laughs) So,
0: why would I ever think about answering that question? It's such a weird question. Uh, And, yeah, I see that particular stuff in life, just, it's not meant for me, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's it for this week. Like I say, probably the next episode probably will be in another two weeks like normal, but then after that, we might go back to weekly. It just depends how things work out. I've got my, like I say, I've got my uh, coming out of lockdown meeting or whatever it is on friday yeah and then i guess as of monday next week i'll be integrated back into normal life and it might be interesting because i've really apart from seeing you uh and i don't count strangers uh, i haven't really seen another person physically for the last three months you know i've spoke to people on the phone and stuff but i would say i've not really come into contact with anybody i know well you know we saw emily briefly um
1: saw emily and chris and
0: briefly yeah when for... when they were out um
1: but that was, uh, that was like i mean it's been once
0: and it was like 10 minutes so like um yeah we haven't really um i haven't really seen anyone so it might be completely different being mixed in with strangers again having to socialize daily with people i don't know i would say i haven't really had to mask for three months so having to fully mask again i i, I can't work out how it'll happen i'm either gonna go straight back to it And it's going to be mentally straining because I haven't had to incorporate it into my day or I will have just I'll just stop doing it altogether now. Because I think this is the longest I've gone without contact. I mean, obviously, I've not had a job. I've been unemployed a few times, but. I've always been in contact with people constantly while i was unemployed yeah whereas this is this is a unique situation so i'm interested to see how my burgers is going to react to this once i'm back at work it's
1: like a social experiment on yourself
0: yeah but i won't know until monday so we'll either do an episode next weekend so there might be one going up but i might just give it a couple of weeks still it's another couple of weeks of trying to adjust to back to not normal but more normal than it is at the moment yeah But thanks, everyone, for listening again. Thanks everybody that's following us on all the social media that we're on. You know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look for Them Asperger's. And there is a private group on Facebook if you want to join it uh, just to talk about autism in general, really, with other people. Um, And there is an email, uh, themasperger's at gmail.com if you don't use social media. Uh, Anything else you want to add to today's episode?
1: No, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Bye.